Hi, I'm Bill Arnold. Thank you for listening to this podcast. There are many more podcasts available at MyFaithRadio.com. Your support makes this possible. Thank you. And a warm welcome to the afternoon show. I'm Bill Arnold, and apparently we're starting a little earlier today, which is kind of the new trend where all the shows will start at the top of the hour, which I think is going to be wonderful. I'm very excited about that, and I'm glad that we're doing it this way. Uh, although, anyway, we do it is great because we get to be together, and I'm looking forward to spending a couple hours with you or, or however much time you have. And if you miss any of the show, I always recommend checking out the podcast because it's going to be available a little bit later uh, in the day. So we've got a great show. Uh, Patrick's on the studio line as we speak. Let's just uh, not waste any more time and bring him on. I don't know if you know this, but he is from the great state of Iowa and the prestigious mm. town of West Des Moines. There you go, Patrick. Pre- prestigious. Although, uh, what are we, we're three minutes early and I just, I'm not, I didn't stretch. I'm not properly, <laughs> not properly warmed up for the event. I get it. I get it. Yeah. Speaking of warmed up for the event, yesterday in the Twin Cities, they called off the annual Twin Cities Marathon. It was canceled due to hot weather and high humidity. And of course, of course, that came as a disappointment to me because I I had trained a solid two days for it. Well, technically one because I got on my running gear one day and then got distracted. So let's just make it one day. But so I didn't get to do it. Yeah. Well, but now after you put the running gear on, you probably you, you, you took your pulse and said, that might be elevated enough for yeah. today. <laughs> yeah. Plus, I got to s- save yeah. my energy for the carb loading, which was the night uh, well, before. Yeah. I started carb loading about a year ago, and so this came as a great disappointment <laughs> to me. Yeah. We, we had unseasonably warm weather for October 1st yesterday. It was 89 degrees here in the Twin Cities, and that was really hot. Okay, but it, so it seems to me they cancel the marathon, which is twenty six point two miles. Yep. Somebody came up with that number, and their reasoning is we wouldn't want the runners to be uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> and I'm just I, right out of the gate. I think well, once you once you wrote down twenty six point two. Yeah, right, right there. I'm thinking, don't you like people? Yeah, I'm going. I, you know, I'm already uncomfortable. Yes, that's I the whole point. Yeah, my sister ran the. the uh, Oops, that's Trump? an odd sound. That's on your end, I think. Was it on my end? Yes. I, uh, yeah. Why it's shaking his me, head? That was I, you. I, oh, I was taking my running gear off since I'm no longer in the marathon. <laughs> my sister ran the. Uh, she qualified in Chicago for the uh, for the Boston Marathon. Uh, so she was pretty excited about that. It was a couple of years ago, and she went and she ran it, and she just said she was just happy to be nominated. Right. Yeah. And so she ran it without paying much attention, and she got to the end and finished in like four hours and two or three minutes. Wow. That's... And she thought, she said, I should, she, had I paid attention, I would have said, well, I, if I'm going to do the Boston Marathon, let me try to get it under four hours. That would be great. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a missed opportunity, and she said, but I will never go back because it was miserable. <laughs> and she does triathlons. She does, uh, I, I I have yet to figure out, I mean, often, it's a conversation we have a lot, is did we grow up in the same house? Mm-hmm. Uh, because I have, oh my, 
Yeah. That's an odd sound. <laughs> Tell me about it. Yeah. It's, it's like a Looney Tunes cartoon. It is, which is kind of appropriate for this segment, just so you know. Yeah. Well, I... Um, Okay. What? When we when we first made contact, you, you sound fantastic. <laughs> I know. That's what I said when yeah. I heard our connection off air. Now, getting back to the marathon, one thing I yeah. do like saying to people when they tell me they ran the marathon or a marathon, I always say, well, did you win? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's never the goal. It's never the goal to win. The goal is that you're doing this incredible human achievement. But it is fun. Yes. To, it is fun to kind of play a little bit. Well, I but now here's the thing that I do like about that that attitude about it, you know, because you know in life, you, you, if you watch like award shows, and then somebody inevitably inevitably will get up there, they've won you know the best actor of the year award or something like that, and they'll say, hey, you know, believe in your dreams. And you say, well, well, okay, I I think that's very nice to believe in your dreams, but the truth is, only one person wins best actor. And hundreds of thousands of people would like to win Best Actor. So, you know, just believing in your dreams isn't going to be enough to get you over the finish line. And people approach the marathon, they say, I'm not in it to win it. I'm just in it to do it. Mm -hmm. And I think, well, boy, we should have that attitude about a lot more things. Sure, it's great to come in first. But it's also, you know, sometimes it's nice just to participate. Yeah. Now, Patrick, uh, speaking of hot weather... And you've had your share of misfortune and disappointments, many of them in the last 24 hours. Uh, (laughs) Describe to me how on one of the hottest days of the year, your air conditioner goes out and your brilliant idea is you'll try to fix it yourself. Who do you think you are? I, well, I tell you, that's the question that usually comes in the midst of the repair. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Who did I think I was Mm -hmm. thinking I could fix an air conditioning unit? Uh, and I, and I love the timing of it, uh, because my furnace went out in the winter on one of the coldest days of the year. Mm-hmm. And I guess my air conditioner said, well, uh, two can play at this game. <laughs> 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 so, <laughs> you know, it waited, it waited patiently. And then, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, it started with, of course, I, you know, I've, I've got other things. I've got a sinking porch and, yeah, you know, various things are breaking around the house. For some reason, we have a well. We had we had an overload of peaches, and now we have a fruit fly infestation that we can't seem to locate. But uh, uh, yesterday afternoon, my my daughter says, "Hey, you know the air conditioning thing that's outside my window? Sure is making a funny noise." <laughs> and uh, I'm not a big fan of the phrase "funny noise" because mm, "funny" yeah usually means wallet. Yeah, um, which is never sure funny, enough, by the way. Not as funny as you'd like it to be. Yeah, it's like when you hit your so, funny bone. It's never funny. No, not at all. Not at all. So, uh, sure enough, it was making a noise. And mere minutes later, as if on cue, my wife says, you know, the house seems to be kind of hot. <laughs> <laughs> so, I uh, I called the air conditioning guy today. And uh, now, when you have the service call, of course, you, I remember once calling... I had a refrigerator that had broken early, you know, late 80s when I first moved into my apartment in California. And uh, I called all the, I, called, I think it was Sears, and I said, hey, I need this repaired. They go, uh, you know, well, well, I will come take a look at it. And, you know, the service call costs whatever. 
I said, okay. I said, you know, I think what happened is I broke one of the Freon tubes because it made this loud hissing sound. <laughs> and I was chiseling away mm-hmm. inside the freezer with a hammer and a screwdriver. <laughs> and then there was this hissing sound. And then miraculously, all of the ice did then melt, <laughs> as did all of my food. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they said, well, we have to take a look at it. You know, can't be sure. Can't can't really diagnose. Yeah. So the technician comes over to the doorbell and he stands on my entrance rug and he looks into the kitchen. He goes, is that the, uh, that the unit over there? And I'm back in the kitchen. I said, yes. He goes, yeah, you can't fix that. That's got to be replaced. I said, well, could you for the $100 please take a look at it at least and amuse me with your expertise because you, <laughs> you diagnosed it from my front door. He says, well, yeah, it looks like you broke a Freon tube. I said, that's what I told them on the phone. They said you had to look at it. Oh, that's hilarious. And he said, he goes, well, that's $100. <laughs> but if you go back to Sears to buy another refrigerator, we'll give you the $100 back. Okay. Said, I, I smell a, a scheme. Anyway, the AC guy shows up and, uh, you know, first thing he says when he gets out is he looks at the front of my house. He says, what happened to the front of your house? Did birds attack it? <laughs> says, as a matter of fact, they did. A, a family of woodpeckers decided to have at the front of my house because apparently my wood is particularly tender and delicious and has been seasoned for nearly 40 years <laughs> to perfection. So uh, he, I said, if we, if we could get to an area that you're an expert in, I'll, I'll deal with the other guy, the side guy later. And he, I, I think he looked at my air conditioning thing and in, in, in 30 seconds he said, no, nah, no, nah, can't fix it. I mean, you can, but it'll cost $1,000, and you might as well replace it, and that's $5,000. I can do it tomorrow. Would you like to sign up? It was really fast. Yeah. So uh, I, I said, well, let me, you know, I've, I've got to look at uh, some other things. i got the woodpecker problem, as you know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean to laugh at the woodpecker problem, but it's kind of funny. Sorry. Oh, oh boy. Have you, ever, have you ever had the pleasure of hearing a woodpecker hard at work? Well, I have, but not on my house. I, I, I hear them in trees, but not on my house. Well, it's it's amplified when it hits the house. Oh, I bet. (laughs) It really is, unless the wood is particularly soft, as is mine. Okay. So, uh, anyway, I look up at this motor that he said would cost me $1,000 to replace, and I see that I can buy it for about $150. And I thought, well, I could probably do that myself. Yeah, but you didn't go to air conditioning school. What are you thinking? That's See, that's – okay. As you know, I I, – notorious for saying, how hard can it be – Quickly followed by, oh, a lot harder than I thought. <laughs> That's one of your catchphrases. How hard can this be? You always are willing be? to tackle stuff and give it a fair shot. And I got to give you credit for that. I would I would yeah. never say that. I would just call the guy who yeah, went to I, air conditioning school. I get in over my head a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm just trying to lift my four-season porch by myself. This, isn't, this is, by the way, is not something I recommend anybody try. <laughs> But when they gave me the quote, I said, "Now oh, come on, I can do it for less than that." Yeah. And then I had a factor in hospital bills. <laughs> and it's, yep. Accidents. Once you've met your stitches. deductible, yep. maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. If you haven't met your deductible yet, it's going to cost you. So, yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, I, it's I've had a. I mean, I just got a. I just got a new roof, and then I got the new gutters. And I decided I'm tired of clogged gutters, so I got the bigger gutters this time. Nice. Like the like the really nice ones in the summer, they kind of double as a water slide. <laughs> 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 they're, mm-hmm. they're beautiful. And 
But neighborhood kids are coming over all the time now, which is kind of a nuisance. It is a bit of a nuisance. Every time I go out, there's my hose back up on the roof. <laughs> it's created this little uh, water slide. Uh, but now, you know, you know how you fix something up and you say, look at that beautiful, spectacular roof and those gorgeous gutters. What, what happened to the front of your house? It looks like a family of birds has attacked it. So now I have to address that. Yeah. Well, but the air conditioner first. Yeah. yeah. But you've had the air conditioner tw- 20 years. Does that sound about right? Yeah, I okay. mean, we've we've been here 15, and I think when I looked at the date on the furnace, uh, it was 2001 that it was last replaced. They okay. did the AC and the furnace at the same time. That's more than 20. And it is. Yeah. You know, but so, I mean, a couple of drops of oil, something. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm curious if any anyone out there can commiserate with Patrick. Have you had your, your central air conditioner more than 20 Two years, because uh, I, I think it's time to replace it. I mean, maybe we can start a GoFundMe account or something. But okay. <laughs> I'm just curious: has anyone had their central air last more than 22 years? Uh, is it still hanging in there? I'm curious. Eight seven seven nine three three two four eight four. Patrick, when we come back, I want to gush with gratitude over what happened uh, last week during our fall fundraiser. I have to tell you, it was a wild ride, and God uh, showed up in an amazing way. And by that, I mean God worked in the lives of the, uh, the supporters of Faith Radio. They, they gave generously, repeatedly, and it just uh, was truly amazing. We're going to chat about that and start uh, gushing with gratitude. Patrick Albanese is my friend and uh, guest. I always say a merry heart is like good medicine. We'll take a short break and be right back. Hi there and welcome. If you are a new listener, we want to officially welcome you with a free welcome packet gift. Request yours today at myfaithradio.com. Welcome to the show. Patrick Albanese is getting uh, our day, our week started. I always like Things on the lighter side. And uh, Patrick, I just got a nice note from Rosella. She said, the woodpeckers are eating bugs in your wood siding. How about that? Well, that just that added a layer of fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But in fact, I think one of the reasons why the AC guy was in such a hurry is we went back by the, the unit. And he says, well, it looks like there's wasps making a nest back here. And they didn't really like him particularly messing around with things. And so uh, I've actually had to do it. I guess they were burrowing into my house. And so the woodpeckers are taking care of my pest problem is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You should be able to uh, take care of that. That's great. So yeah. the, the bugs made a small hole and the woodpeckers made a larger hole to get at the bugs. And who, if a hedgehog moves in soon, <laughs> I don't know how to fix this. I don't know how to fix it. All right. My, my first uh, response was, we don't have AC by choice. Some family and friends won't hang out at our house when it's in the 90s. We love the heat. I just got off my bike. How about that? That's awesome. Well, so, you, I mean, we didn't didn't have it growing up. I, I don't know. I didn't I, have I know it we talked up. about this one. Yeah. Yeah. And then... Um, but, you know, my mother was a fresh air person, and I think uh, was maybe 79 or 80 after she remarried, years after my father died, 
Um, my stepfather said, well, this is not going to work. <laughs> I happen to like air conditioning. They got it, but I still don't think we turned it on for a couple of years. Pretty <laughs> sure it was a couple of years. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, it, it, and, you know, I know part of it, my mother could keep a budget in her head and said, you know, if you wonder where I get it from, I could get this stuff from my mother. My dad was an accountant and my mother worried. You put that together, I worry about numbers. Mm-hmm. So... I am the perfect combination of them. You know, I'm the guy that goes to Disneyland and say, okay, we're not leaving until we get this down to $3 a ride. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I keep track and I add everything in. It's just, I say, oh, we just had a $10 hamburger. Okay, you're going to have to go. <laughs> you got to go to Space Mountain again. Yeah. You're going to have to go on Space Mountain again because we are now at eleven fifty per ride and that is unacceptable. <laughs> Yeah, I think yeah. My mother could probably look at any day turning the air conditioning on. She she could probably tell you exactly what it costs to run it that day. Mm-hmm. All right, so, uh, Patrick. My next uh, comment was: We just replaced both the furnace and AC, both at least twenty years old. That was a penny. Go fund me. Yes, please. Oh wow! Yeah. Um. So the, the yeah the the AC guy today said he goes well we should have done this way back when we did your furnace you would have got a better deal of course <laughs> yeah but I'll cut you a deal today how'd you like to save a couple hundred dollars <laughs> <laughs> well yeah just oh. you you're sounding a little uh, a little sketchy muffled. there yeah a little muffled yeah. so anyway fix that would yeah. you I'm working on it All I, right. you know. I, I've tried tying a Gordian knot into my headphone cord, <laughs> and for some reason that's making it worse. I, uh, uh, I'm sorry about that. Yeah. Well, let's I, move. Let, let's move on to one. I'm going to blame. I'm guessing it's the woodpeckers. I'm just. <laughs> they probably are getting at yeah. your your internet connection. So who yeah. knows? Yeah. So let's move on to the next topic, which is, wow, what an amazing fundraiser we had last week. And I have to say, it was remarkable uh, the way God shows up, the way God answers prayers, the way God moves in the lives of people who listen and support Faith Radio. It yeah. is truly amazing. And right about the time when you say, it doesn't look like we're going to be able to meet our goal this hour, yeah. uh, in the last 90 seconds, we get gifts that come in. They go, goal met. At the end of the fundraising, the last hour, I prayed there would be 50 calls. When it was okay. over, I looked at the screen, and it said number of calls, 50. Did you share that information with anybody ahead of time, say, I'm praying for 50 calls, and people said, well, I guess I better do this, or just that was a personal I, prayer? I think I had mentioned it, that I'm I'm trusting for 50 calls, but... Okay. Who? Nobody would know. Nobody would. Nobody got. would know. Right. Right. So, but it, so it came in at exactly fifty. Yeah. That's that's almost. I, I you know you know I always say that God has a flair for the dramatic, uh, and He says, "Well, this will get Bill's attention." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, isn't that the truth? Then, you know, God, it really is the truth. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, that, and you had told me that you were meeting goals, and you that there were goals that were set. That you said, well, these these are ambitious goals, 
Uh, I would love it if we hit these. It'd be great for the station to expand our reach. More people can, you know, maybe hear the good word. That'd be fantastic. But boy, those those you you, you were a little nervous at the beginning, thinking these are some some lofty goals, and then it happened. Uh, well, yeah, and that's that's because the people who support Faith Radio are seriously generous. They seriously care about. Uh, the gospel being spread to the four corners of the earth. They know that radio is a very powerful way to do it. When we have become this more of a global media uh, ministry, we now Mm -hmm. have people downloading uh, the shows in like 170 countries, which I can't understand. I've said this before, but I only speak English, so I can't figure out who's hearing the show and what language and being able to understand it and Yet the word is going out, and and it is truly amazing. Because seventy five mm. years ago, this started as a, a little idea by a bunch of students who said, "If we give a dollar a week, we can get this radio station off the ground." And a dollar a week back then that was that was some serious pizza money. Yeah, if you're a student I mean, in nineteen forty nine and you're giving four dollars a month, that's that's a lot oh, of money. That's a pizza. That is a, no, that's a lot. That's a lot of money. Oh, actually, you can still buy a pizza for $4. It's not good. <laughs> uh, yeah. <clears throat> but I find that if you uh, slide it off the cardboard and toss the pizza and cook the cardboard, yeah. Much, much, yeah, it's a little bit, and it's better for you. Wow. So that's how that's how it started. Yeah. Just a you know, dollar a week, $4 a month, we'll get this radio station yeah. off the ground. Yeah. Now, but we, here's the thing. I didn't even know there were 170 countries. So how about that one? <laughs> well, I think there's more than 170 countries. I, yeah, there's two something. Uh, two, I, I don't know the number. Does Wyatt, do you know the number? So th- that goes on Wyatt's permanent record. He didn't know. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, he's new, but uh, how I, hate do you to, get a, I, I hate to see that a, nick him already. Well, Patrick, yeah, you, Patrick, you didn't even know there was 170, though. So, I mean, what what boat are you in right now? Touche, <laughs> <laughs> well, Wyatt. Touche. Yeah, I I do not have a title, though. You have a title. That's fair. You, That's a good point. You're, you're a producer, and producers know everything, as I understand it. Not this uh, producer. <laughs> oh, you're setting a new standard. I like it. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Don't you love his candid honesty? Isn't he the best? That's fantastic. Yeah. And I don't know many Wyatts, so that I just I just like that that name made, made, made its way back. Well, do you know any like, Wyatts? Do you know a Wyatt besides my Wyatt? I know no other Wyatts. Hmm. Wow. So this that's, is your yeah, first Wyatt. This is my first Wyatt. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what, no, are the, yeah. what are the famous Wyatts out there? Wyatt, help me with this Wyatt one. Who Herb, are the famous Wyatts? The, the amount Wyatt of times uh, that's been a joke in my life for okay. the last 10 years. I'll meet somebody, they say, hey, like Wyatt Earp. And I'm oh, like, yeah, 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 Wyatt Earp. Next thing you know, that's my nickname. And it's great, but. I don't think it's great. I'm yeah. not going to ever mm-hmm. call you Wyatt Earp. I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not to your face. Yeah, yeah, maybe behind my back. Is there another famous Wyatt? I, yeah, that's the one that comes to mind. But anyways, yeah, I like that. is there more than is there another famous Wyatt? No, no, Wyatt Earp. Wyatt Earp. Just it. Yeah. yeah. Just, no, I knew about Wyatt Earp, of course, because uh, you watch some of those movies and you say, "Well, there's that guy." Right. And, and <laughs> now here's here's the struggle. He was a good guy, right? Yeah. Make sure. <laughs> yeah. You know, sometimes you get your, 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 with these old characters, you say, wait a minute, which one was the good guy? Which one was the, it's Bonnie and Clyde were bad. Right. And Wyatt Earp was good. Okay. Yes. Wyatt Earp was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there were other characters in Tombstone that were not so good. Mm-hmm. Hence, hence the need for, I think, Billy the Kid was back in those days. Yeah. 
So, yeah. uh, Patrick, because the uh, fundraiser last week was so amazing, and I want to spend a little bit of time just sharing that my heart is full of gratitude, and and I think you and I would both agree that you can't be a happy person in life if you're not grateful. Uh, absolutely. Uh, it, it's taken me forever to really kind of figure that out. I mean, everything uh, everything good flows from gratitude. And everything yeah. in your life that's not good is probably a result of ingratitude. I think so. Uh, but I, I think that I've, and, and I've had this opportunity to observe somebody who is not, has no gratitude whatsoever. And the more this person gets, anytime somebody helps them, the more resentful this wow. person becomes. And, it, and, it's, and it's really, I've been observing this person for a couple of years and, and, and I struggled with it. I said, I don't understand it. Everybody pitches in, everybody helps. And yet the more they help, the angrier he gets at them. And I didn't know if it was just that you, he didn't like by, by helping him, you're pointing out that he wasn't able to do something himself. I don't know. But it finally dawned on me. I said, there's no sense of gratitude whatsoever. So there's not much, what other reaction is there? If you can't say thank you to somebody who helps you, then how in your own mind can you even justify that they helped you? Mm-hmm. You have to you have to go to a point where you probably deserved it. And the reason why you deserved it is because maybe they owed it to you. Mm. And if they owed it to you, maybe they're not such a great person after all. They were, of course, supposed to bail you out because they done you wrong. Yeah. Sometimes there's a victim mentality there. And they, you know, they think that they, they've been hurt by others so they can turn around and hurt other people. Yeah, and it's but there's no gratitude there, and I'm pretty certain, Patrick, that if you if you are ungrateful, you're not going to be happy. And having I, just gone yeah. through a week of fundraising and watching the way people give gave joyfully is uh, mm-hmm. just filled my heart with gratitude. Uh, it's it's amazing to watch every single time. I mean, you do I guess a couple of these a year, or is it two or th- there's a. You do an afternoon for like 20 minutes, I think, sometime in December, right? Yeah, we do. We do a day in December or late November, and then we do uh, spring and fall. Spring and fall. Yep. And it's it's continually surprising. Uh, You know, uh, there's new people. There's uh, the the same, you know, the stalwarts that say, I just, I love this station and I want more people to be aware of it. But uh, I, I love where they're putting their faith is... You know, it's not that they're just supporting a radio station. They're saying, I, I want to spread the word. Yes. I think they just, they see beyond what, what a monetary donation is. They're looking at what does this money do? Mm-hmm. And it's just beautiful to say they, they, they clearly get, they go, this money saves lives. It changes Souls. lives. Yes. Yeah. People will hear uh, the gospel of Jesus Christ. They will uh, hopefully be led to Christ, they will yeah. uh, say, I remember listening to a, f- a radio show called Faith Radio, and I heard a clear presentation of the gospel, and it was that day I decided to believe and to place my faith and my trust in Jesus uh, for my salvation and for my life, and it started that day. And when we hear those stories in heaven, it's they're going to be uh, glorious because we'll all celebrate together. The yeah. people that were on the air, the people who were producing the show, and all the family that gave generously because we can't do it without support because we're listener supported. And the nice thing about that too, Patrick, is we're not going to get canceled because we can't. Yeah. 
I just I just love watching it all happen, and I I love to see the effect that it has because, you know, then I hear you you know you'll call me one day and say, hey, we have a, a tower in your town now. I know, I know. So people can hear you where you live, in prestigious West Des Moines. Right. Right. And uh, I said, where'd, where'd that come from? Uh, you know, listeners supported. <laughs> people got us a tower, so we yeah. expanded our reach. We added a city. Yeah. And more people are hearing us. I th- it, it, it's, it puts a smile on the face. It does. And I just hope the woodpeckers yeah. don't attack the tower. <laughs> I don't, look, you know, I've got a lot of house left. I really do. <laughs> There's a lot of food left on your house. <laughs> yeah, because I, they use that type of siding all over the place that uh, apparently is delicious. So <laughs> <laughs> There's the right, right amount of seasoning on, on your, uh, your house, which is great. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And uh, my brother once had a cat that would tear at the, he had that, uh, that scratchy, feely um, wallpaper in this apartment he lived in. It was that terrible stuff that, you know, kind of like wicker. <laughs> and he had a cat that would tear at it. So he just got a cat tower and he moved it around the apartment. <laughs> and over the course of about two years, the cat pretty much took all the wallpaper off for him. Oh, hilarious. And I'm thinking part of the expense of getting new siding in my house is the siding removal. Well, let's just let the woodpeckers do what they do. <laughs> yes, yes. And I'm going to get that done for free. Yeah. So yeah. my heart today is thank you to everyone who uh, gave so generously during our fall fundraiser. Um, and I hope that that your source of happiness is a grateful heart. And I hope God has made it known to you that your grateful heart is producing in you such joy, such happiness, because it sure made us happy. So thank you yeah. very, very much. And Patrick, awfully great to talk to you and have a great rest of the day. That sounds I'm going to go uh, clean up the air conditioner. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll talk, talk to, to you. Later. All right, we'll take a little break. and we come back, David Miles and the Monday Afternoon Mix is up next. Welcome to the show. It is now time for the Monday Afternoon Mix. Pastor David Miles is here, and we're awfully glad to uh, have a chance to catch up. And I think we've been off for a couple weeks, haven't we, David? Yeah. Of, we had the fall fundraiser last week. So, Oh, that's right. You were here. Yeah, I got, oh, to, my. I got to sit in. That's and, right. You know, right. and then like see I like had memory. I incredible apologize. guests from people from all over. But No kidding. And also got to step in when someone from Grand Forks, my hometown, had given a gift. and That was fun. Um, yeah, it was super cool because like, you know, Grand Forks is where uh, I was led to Christ. Yes. And, um, you know, my life just really experienced a transformation and... Um, you know, and then there were people from Fargo-Moorhead, and I went to NDSU, so thinking back there, and, you know, our sister station, KFNW, yes. you know, and listening to that, and, you know, um, being in church, um, and remember uh, Jan and Gary Herr, who used to be a station manager up there, and mm-hmm. Phil Kwame, and so, like, just some people that, like, I went to church and, you know, had the opportunity also of being a youth group leader uh, to Phil and Val's son, 
cool. Salem Free. So like, be careful not to use too many names that I don't know and nobody I else knows. Know. But they're a part of the. These are people that were a part of the um, KFNW, the Northwestern Network. And okay. So like, what's cool about you saying that, Bill, that there's names that you don't know. Mm-hmm. It's the fact that there's a long history and legacy of people, all sorts of people, uh, including our listening family, that have played a part Amen. in people coming to know the Savior, growing in the Savior, being encouraged in the Savior, being challenged to be steadfast in the Savior. And so the cool thing about it is whether we know their name or not, God knows their name mm-hmm. and loves the fact that they are partnering with this ministry. Yeah. And David, uh, like Patrick and I were saying, what I love about Faith Radio is we're not subject to being canceled because we're listener supported. Oh, we have the freedom to speak biblical truth always. Yes. And we will never shy away from that. We'll never back down from that. And that is a huge, 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 huge blessing and a huge, huge need. You know, in a time where people want to gather itching ears around them or yes, they feel, do. you know, a desire to compromise in order to, you know, put, you know, food on the table. Um, so to be able to just unabashedly speak, you know, and declare the mystery and wonders of the gospel of Jesus Christ uh, unreserved and mm-hmm. with boldness is is a true blessing and only made possible because we are listener supported. That's true. And there is so much so many culture wars going on right now. There's a lot of division. Uh, people are arguing and people are um, feeling beat up. So it's nice to come to Faith Radio and find a, an oasis, a place where God's word is taught. You can feel uh, led to Christ. You can feel discipled. You can feel cared for. You can feel loved. And you can feel like there's somebody here that's going to maybe keep you company when you're a little sleepless at night. Well, you know, Bill, you just really segued into something because, like, yeah, there's all these various cultural, all this busyness, all this, you know, you know, cacophony of noise, so to speak. I love that word. And, I'm not uh, sure what it means, but I love it. You know, it's just like a wah, you know. And so, like, it's really wild coming to, like, Proverbs chapter 20 today because in verse, or excuse me, Proverbs, Proverbs chapter, two, chapter four. four. Yes. In verse 20, Solomon opens up and says, my son, pay attention to what I say. Turn your ear to my word. I mean, like, in the midst of all the noise, this is like God's invitation constantly to say, you know, turn your ears to my word. Do not let them out of your sight. Keep them within your heart, for they are life to those who find them and health to one's whole body. Oh, pause there for a minute. Let's just marinate on that. That is beautiful. Do not let them out of your sight. Keep them within your heart, for they are life to those who find them and health to one's whole body. That, it's super rich. And I mean, that like, is. The reality is that, you know, when they do scientific studies and they look at people who have faith and even how prayer changes, like physiologically changes us in such rich and good ways. You know, Scripture, like, knew that long before we started doing these types of tests. But, like, God's Word, you know, it's it's what Jesus said. It, it's, you know, He is the bread mm-hmm. of life. And so, as you feast upon God's Word, it, it changes you. It transforms you. And, like, Solomon is saying, my son, you got all this stuff going on. You know, you have... You have these many opportunities. You have all these many distractions. 
And as a good father, he says, listen, pay attention to what I say. Turn your ears to my words. And my words were actually, if we remember, Solomon prayed. And when the Lord said, you could have anything you want, he said, Lord, give me wisdom mm-hmm. to lead your people. And so he really sought to have God's wisdom. And David, uh, let's go, if we can, now to verse 20, uh, 23. I think there's a, a lot more richness in this coming uh, verse. Would you like to read it? Yeah. You know, so it opens up, uh, and this is basically the central thrust of this passage. And Solomon says, above all else, and we're we're reading in the NIV, it says, guard your heart or keep your heart with all vigilance for, purpose clause, for it is the wellspring of life. Other versions say, for from it flows the springs of life. You know, it's it's saying above all else, keeping the main thing the main thing, and yeah. you know we're we're currently uh, in football season, and I don't know if you remember what you know Green Bay Packers, Vince Le- head coach Vince Lombardi used to say at the beginning of a super uh, beginning of a football season, it didn't matter whether they had won the championship or not. He'd hold up the football and he'd say, "Gentlemen, this is a football." He'd go back to the basics about what a football is Mm -hmm. and doing the game. And so here's the thing. The heart is this incredible marvel. It beats an average of 75 times a minute, 40 million times a year, or over 2.5 billion times in 70 years. It cranks out four ounces a beat, 3,000 gallons a day, or 650,000 gallons a year. The heart does enough work in one hour to lift a 150-pound man to the top of a three-story building in 12 hours to lift a 65-ton tank car one foot off the wow. ground, and enough power over 70 years to lift the largest battleship afloat completely out of water. Oh, my. Now, that's pretty impressive, but that's the physical aspects of the heart. Here in this passage, it's talking about the heart, which in the Bible is the most comprehensive term for an authentic person. It's the part of us where we where we desire, we deliberate, we decide. It's this whole part of us, our feelings, desires, passion, thought, understanding, and will, and the place which God turns. And for that reason, we are given this command to guard it because it literally is that powerful of a thing. Mm-hmm. So, David Miles, the condition of our heart is going to determine what we do and what we say. It is, yeah, because he gives the why in the rest of that verse. He said, it is the wellspring of life. It's literally the idea of when it comes to the heart, it's keeping the main thing, mm-hmm. the main thing. And so, but not only that, Bill, there's some really critical natures that affect the whole of the heart as we go on in this passage, because it says next, keep your mouth free from uh, perversity, keep corrupt talk far from your lips. And so, um, you know, the idea of not only the things that you're speaking, but the things that you're hearing. So Solomon gives this call to set a watch over your ears. Um, actually, in verse 20, when he says to his son, he says, listen to my words, incline your ears, or simply he's like, hey, pay attention. All right? Like, seriously, listen. And he's like, don't let these things escape you. He has in mind two things that we must readily receive them, and we must retain them carefully. So there's this important thing about being teachable. And that's a great thing about Faith Radio. There's a lot of wonderful teaching 
that seeks to exalt and honor the Lord Jesus Christ, that seeks to, as the Bible says, you know, whatever, whatever comes out of the mouth, that it gives grace to the hearers, Ephesians 4.29. I love that about Faith Radio. I love that about our, our faith family. Mm-hmm. So if we, wanna, if we have impure hearts, <clears throat> we're going to need new ones if we're going to have a lasting change. We're going to continue our Monday, Monday afternoon mix with Pastor David Miles in just a minute. If you have a question or comment, you're always free to text it over 877-933-2484. And if you have questions about what it means to begin a relationship with Christ, you can text the word FAITH to, the, to 41224. You would text the word FAITH to 41224. All right, we'll be right back. We want to pray for you. We all need prayer. We would love to pray for you. The Faith Radio team is serious about prayer, and we pray for specific listener requests every week. Share your prayer request with us anonymously and securely on our website at myfaithradio.com. Pastor David Miles is here in studio with me for the Monday afternoon mix. And you know, David, you uh, gave that story about those folks, those peeps in Fargo. I just got a nice email from Lindsay who said, I know those Fargo people. They had a huge impact on me too from FM area, but donating and listening from Waconia now. I work at the Christian bookstore there and knew that whole community well. So many great memories. Yeah. How nice is that? It is. And you know, Again, it's a reminder that if you're benefiting from Faith Radio, um, prayfully, thank you so much for those who gave. But it's not too late, right, Bill? If someone's feeling led of the Lord to to give, they can still reach out to the stadium. Oh, of course. Not to the stadium, to the station. And to the, <laughs> it is football season, David. It is. You're fine. You know, and the Vikings did win. So, like, miracles, they did. Miracles. Yeah, we're all a little stunned. Yes, we are. You know, so, um, but yeah, I mean, so that these these very rich words that come out of people's mouth that make up this faith radio, that they give life to people and that they're super like profitable um, as scripture that does not return void. Okay, David, when we were chatting during the break, uh, I was asking you about being careful with your words because words matter. Um, you've got thoughts and intentions of your heart. You want to make sure that the Holy Spirit is restraining you and giving you guidance. And you had a story that I think you, you're going to share. Yeah. I'm not. Well, it starts off with this guarding our hearts and then saying, like, what comes into our ears? Because sometimes what comes into our ears comes out of our mouth. And I remember a situation when I was in college and uh, I had some friends. And, you know, one day I called their 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 house and got their answer machine. Now, people... You know, might not remember what answer machines were where you like hit the button and it could record. But anyways, when the answer machine went off, it had this kind of old like 1980s Valley Girl kind of answering machine message. And it it was laced with some profanities. And so like I stopped to see my friends and just hit one of my friends there. And I said, hey, guys, you know, your your um, voicemail, uh, you might want to change that. Like, nah, nah. So one of the gals actually interviewed for a job um, in a city that outside of Fargo and had went there, landed this wonderful job, and they were offering to pay for her graduate school. Wow. And so Bonus. Bonus. Like, totally yeah. cool. Like, 
getting ready to graduate, all that set up. I like the way the story's going so far. And they were driving home, and the, the boss was calling to remind them of another perk that the company Whoa, the boss-to-be. The boss-to-be. Okay. And all of a sudden, the boss called, and there was the... And then it was the... Yeah. And when the beep happened, the, the person on the other end of the phone said, well, we were calling to share more about this position for X person, but upon hearing this message, we realized that the person that is at this address and the person that we interviewed are two different people. We are now rescinding the job offer. Yeah. Wow. And uh, wow. yeah, it was like, huh. so like that Solomon's like, you know, put a, put a set of watch over what your mouth, over what you say. Proverbs eighteen twenty one says life and death are in the power of the tongue and those who love it will eat its fruit. So we have what you hear, what you say. Thirdly, a call to watch your eyes. You know, l- listen, outlook determines outcome. And one of the things is that he goes on to say, let your eyes look straight ahead. Fix your gaze directly before you. Um, when thinking about the heart also, Bill, the psalm writer says in one nineteen thirty seven, turn my eyes away from worthless things. And today there's, there's a lot of things that they're, you know, worship means worth-ship. So there's, there's a lot of things that don't have a lot of worth. And instead of looking those things, let's Hebrews 12 to it, that we look to Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. And so in this area, this addresses areas of, you know, today a big thing for both men and women that's exponentially just growing, the issue of pornography, you know, the issue of lust that's rampant in our in our culture with the highly licentious culture that really, I mean, nowadays using sex to sell dog food. I mean, it just, it seems like, I mean, like literally. So this idea that God wants us to put a guard over our eye gate and, and to know that a loving God really wants us to be free in him. So, mm-hmm. so um, lastly, there's a call to set a watch over your path and share this and then a story. So in verse, um, in verse 26, it says, give careful thought to the path for your feet and be steadfast in all your ways. Do not turn to the right or to the left and keep your foot from evil. Mm. You know, that great proverb that says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So speech is certainly a mirror of the soul. So uh, as a person speaks, so they are, right? Mm-hmm. And I think I've often regretted my speech, but I've never regretted my silence. Yeah. <laughs> what is that saying? Um, there are those who are there. There are those who are silent and are thought of as a fool, and there's those who open their mouth and remove all doubt. That's true. And so, you know, sometimes just silence truly can be golden. And it's asking the Lord. And sometimes we're called to speak. Yes. You know, oh, no, I agree. Yeah, I but agree. there's times where we probably use, you know, more words than, than is necessary. And so this this whole thing to call a set, uh, to watch over our path and where we're going. You know, Bill, it reminds me of the story of uh, a Korean Airlines flight 007. On uh, October 31st, 1983, it departed from Anchorage, Alaska, uh, and for a direct flight to Seoul, Korea. Now, unknown, Bill, to the crew 
was the computer engaging the flight navigation system contained a one and a half degree routing error. Ooh. So at the point of departure, the mistake was unnoticeable. And 100 miles out, the deviation was still so small as to be undetectable. But as the giant 747 continued out over the Pacific, the plane strayed increasingly from its proper course. Eventually, it was flying over Soviet airspace. Soviet radar picked up the air, and fighter jets scrambled into the air to intercept. Over mainland Russia, the jet shot Flight 007 out of the sky, and all aboard lost their life. And so a reminder that we are to choose our directions well and choose the one that we're following well. Mm-hmm. David, that's real good stuff. Thank you so much for sharing. I love that passage out of Proverbs chapter 4. I'm going to revisit that again uh, tonight a little bit. Uh, start, we started in verse 23 today. Uh, no, verse 20. 20, yeah. The 27. Um, yeah. Uh, and above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. That's awesome. All right, my friend, thank you so much. We're going to take a little break. When we come back, hour two is up next. And Ken Samples, who is a philosopher and a theologian, is going to talk about a very famous atheist and his argument for Christianity. It's going to be fascinating. We'll be right back. Thanks for listening. Programming like this is made available through your support. Information available at MyFaithRadio.com.